Good morning and welcome back. This is Charles Musgrove with the Bean Team and you are listening to Business Matters on Real Talk 93.3. Today we are jumping into a topic that is top of mind. This is new in the state of Florida. We're going to talk about cannabis in the workplace, the employer-employee relationship, just the impact that it has on that relationship. We've got federal law versus state law, a lot of conflict there. We're joined by Scott Callen of the Coleman Law Firm again. Scott, thank you so much for joining us. This is a this is a juicy topic. This is one that I think is, a lot of people are going to find of interest. Uh, a lot of this is brand new, so this is uh, this is not something that people have dealt with for years and years. At least in my experience, this is Correct. this is new. This is hot. So let's jump right into it. Let's frame it. Uh, let's frame what that is between the employer relationship, the what it means to the employee, the goods, the bads, the conflict. Sure. Uh, thanks for uh, having me back again, Charles. Yeah, this is a very hot topic, a very uh, trending topic, uh, needs to be fleshed out uh, for a lot of different employer-employee uh, relationships, the law, legislature. The, there's, there's a lot of different issues and relationships here, but let's do our best to get it going. Uh, so I talked about this topic as I call it uh, marijuana or cannabis catch-22. Um, on one hand, you, you know, if you do it this way, you might have problems. If you do it another way, you might have problems. There's, there's not maybe a solution so much. But so let's talk about how we frame these. The employee side. So here I'm just going to frame that along a personal story. A friend of mine's wife uh, decides to start uh, taking um, over-the-counter uh, CBD uh, oil yeah, uh, like we were talking about on the break, you, you, you know, you can find it on Amazon, you can find it at convenience stores. It's prevalent, it's pervasive, it's widespread, very, probably very gross. Yeah, yeah. I, I've seen where it's going to be coming. If it's not there already, you can get it at Walmart, Target. So yeah, it's it's coming to uh, to a counter near you if it's not already there. <laughs> exactly. So the question I have from her is simple: uh, A, she's a good employee. Let me let me frame it that way: good employee. Um, she's not in some position that she's going to hurt somebody with an automobile or uh, she doesn't carry a gun to the workplace, workplace. And so she's not in some position where she's under the influence of alcohol or drugs. She's going to hurt somebody because of some dangerous piece of her job. Um, but the reality is she takes the CBD oil and it helps her sleep. And that's a real um, testimony from her to me in a sense of, she says, look, I've done a lot of these other uh, drugs that are commonly prescribed, and I start taking CBD oil. No, no, I'm not with the CBD industry whatsoever. But my point about it is, in her mind, it really helped her get to sleep and solved a lot of medical issues. But the question she has for me is, Scott, can my employer fire me? And so she's stuck in a catch-22 in a sense because it helps her for medicinal purposes, but uh, at the same time, if she gets fired from her job, that might thwart her, or d- deter her, or stop her from using CBD oils. Yeah, so. that's that's a that's got to be a common issue though, because here she's taking an over-the-counter drug, and we're talking about CBD and not Cannabis. medical marijuana. Right. But she's probably substituted that CBD for Xanax or some correct pres- prescription correct. that that has more adverse effects. Yeah, yeah. So, so now you've got uh, that. That just creates a problem. Yeah. So that's her perspective, and I had to be honest with her and tell her, yeah, there are some laws in place. Um, um, you know, we can get more into it, but yes, there's a Florida medical marijuana statute that says you can take medical marijuana. But can the employer fire you? 
yes, but, and we'll get into the buts, but that was her perspective and that was real for her. Now, I represent a lot of companies, so let me tell you their perspective. Their perspective is, hey, uh, what happens if the employee is taking medical marijuana and gets into an accident? And I get sued because... Uh, not just for selfish reasons or concern about their liability, but truly, like, what if they're out um, delivering something and they get into an accident and hurt somebody and they, they were, you know, using marijuana? What happens if their job performance starts to decline? What happens after 30, 40 years of uh, government and, and public studies and information bulletins out there that's saying drugs uh, are no good and now all of a sudden you're telling me I should allow drugs in the workplace? And so they're facing an issue of what do I do as an employer? So the employers break up into basically three camps, Charles. There's the one employer who has a, who has a labor force issue, and that is uh, if I went to go test for, for marijuana, recreational or medical, I would not have a workforce. Right. You may not be able to get employees to do the job. Exactly. Um, so, you know, that might be, I'm not trying to badmouth any particular industry, but you might see that. That's, that's real. Yeah, that's a real issue. Um, so, you know, that's. Plus, plus the way that a lot of the the insurance laws like workers' comp, they're set up to prevent employees from from taking drugs and, and that causing the accident. So you've got issues there with the workers' comp laws. So that that's an issue. And then we get into the to the discrimination. Those employees are taking either prescription drugs or they're taking cannabis, prescribed cannabis, right. for a health reason, for yeah. some reason. Yeah, so that's a whole nother side of it. There's um, there's the side of, uh, on one hand, I, uh, I'm taking this drug, this medical prescribed drug, cannabis, so employers can stop that and say, no, that's still legal under federal law, so you can get fired for it. Um, on the other hand, what happens when the employee comes in and says, no, you really didn't fire me because of the cannabis usage. You fired me because I have cancer or post-traumatic stress or whatever the medical issue is. And, and my understanding of the medical marijuana laws, there's only certain enumerated kind of medical um, conditions that qualify, but you stick those conditions in with the disability discrimination laws that says you can't fire somebody because of a medical condition that rises to a disability. There's a catch-22. Are you firing the employee oh, because Scott. of the pot or are you firing up because of the cancer? Yeah, man. Uh, Scott, I just see the, this is, this makes my head spin that you're going to have to have good employment contracts. You're going to have to have a good employment attorney to walk you through this because a lot of this I would think is is new ground. This is this stuff hasn't hasn't been fleshed out to a large extent yet. Yeah, the answer is um, you'd probably get different opinions about that whether it's been fleshed out or not. Um, if I said it hasn't been, then you'd probably have uh, twenty lawyers send you Facebook messages that say it has. Uh, but on the same time, in my view, laws evolve, these issues evolve. And so are there ancillary or other issues that we just don't know about or how are we going to struggle with it? Yeah, those are, you know, l- courts and, and lawyers will, will grapple and fight about this issue. So, um, you know, just to get into it with, you know, in Florida, the answer is, is it clear that on one hand you can uh, stop having employees use or, or be intoxicated with uh, 
with marijuana in the workplace? The answer is yes. Um, there's a federal law that makes it a crime. There's state statute, Florida state statute, that says essentially um, employer doesn't have to accommodate the medical use of marijuana in any workplace or any employee while under the influence of marijuana. And this section does not create a cause of action against an employer for wrongful uh, termination or wrongful uh, discharge. So there'd be one camp that says it's pretty clear. But at the same time, again, there are probably gaps out there, you know. Well, there's got to be extremes. You're going to have employer situations where they have, they've not documented, there's not a clear distinction that the reason they're terminated is because of the medical marijuana use or is it because of a disability or them just wanting to. Yeah. So where do you draw the line? That's the issue. So uh, you've got one employee that takes, uh, let's just say, Ritalin for attention deficit disorder. Uh, but that employee has uh, maybe is accommodated or the employer just doesn't ask or, uh, you know, or some other drug. I don't know. It's Sudafed that right. if you read the over-the-counter, says don't drive heavy machinery or something like that. But yet, Sudafed's the one they ask you if uh, they want your driver's license and everything else because yeah, – yeah. Yeah, it's easier to get alcohol than Sudafed these days. I think it is. But you can buy it at CVS, but are you going to fire somebody because they use pot but, but not Sudafed? Right. I mean, you see, it, it gets into it's those It's a dilemma. Things. Yeah. It really does. So what is, I know there's, uh, this is legal in the state of Florida, but it's not federally. So. Correct. What, what is the overlap with the employment law? Is that primarily state driven or is that federal driven? It's both the answer, the answer to the question. So just basic employment law type claims, you can have federal claims and you can have state law claims. So as an employment law attorney, when I get a question from a client on this issue, I have to understand the federal laws and the state laws. And here, like we've been discussing, sometimes there's uh, maybe there's some gaps or there's some conflicts um, or maybe the issues haven't been all completely resolved. So the answer is you have to look at both sides of it. Florida, again, has a statute that seems to suggest the majority opinion would, would you know, of experts and legal experts seem to say, hey, look. The, the legislature, Florida legislature, dealt with this. Uh, it's still legal under federal law. There's no duty to accommodate medical marijuana. Uh, there's no cause of action. So you'd get one group of attorneys that would say it's pretty clear. But I just, I got to tell you, there's probably going to be issues that surface that just aren't answered yet. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Business Matters. I'm Charles Musgrove, and you're listening to 93.3 Real Talk Radio. We're talking with Scott Callen about cannabis in the workplace, the effects of the employer-employee relationship. Uh, Scott, one of the items we've not touched on is uh, what's the effect on personal injury lawsuits? Yeah, great question there. Um, So how is that framed in the personal injury context? So on one hand, uh, you've got medical marijuana. It's, it's allowed. Uh, the employee's taking it. Maybe the employer doesn't want to prohibit it. Maybe the employer takes the view of, hey, you're a secretary or you're a clerical person, and I'm okay with that. Um, but uh, what happens if uh, the legal assistant or your assistant goes out and goes and gets you a sandwich because you're having some big conference meeting, and they... You know, they they're use, driving. For they're work driving. Purpose. They're driving for work purposes. They get into an accident on a 15-minute errand, and they—I'm just exaggerating for the purpose of demonstration. But let's say they run into a bus or something, uh, and hurt a bunch of school kids. 
you know, but they're on, they have marijuana in their system. Legal the, marijuana. Legal they marijuana. They have a prescription for it. Yeah, but it's still, they're doing it in the scope of, the, of their job. Right. So under Florida law, um, usually employers are held liable for the acts of their employees done in the scope of their employment. Right. So, you know, there's that issue. I'm sure there's defenses to it and defense attorneys will come up with some defense and, but the plaintiff's attorneys will say, hey, you, maybe you should have tested and you didn't test. I mean, that's where it becomes an, uh, an issue there. Yeah, I can see that. Have, uh, you know, the, the real, you started with the, the human story. This is, this is um, the benefits of this are, we, we all have personal stories where we know people that have benefited from the use of medical marijuana and it, it makes a real difference in their life. Uh, we, were, we were just talking with a story of a friend that, that, uh, that, that was a real story with his wife that she was basically uh, in her house. She couldn't get out because of the, the uh, prescription drug she was taking. She got on medical marijuana, made a tremendous difference in her life, really gave her life back. So th- these are real issues that we're going to be facing more and more in the workplace. So you get a now you get an employee that's able to work effectively, but they're taking medical marijuana, which is a federally illegal drug. Yeah, uh, it's it's a real dilemma. Um, again, I think Florida's maybe a little bit more out in front of it than some other states. Uh, so I don't act like there's there's not laws that are addressing it, but it there's no law that says you you have to prohibit. Uh, usage of marijuana by your employees too. Um, so if an employer wants to do that, they can do it. But um, it's a real dilemma. Um, so what do you do? Those are questions that I think have to be answered. Uh, I'd answer them with an attorney, just to be honest with you, because there are legal parameters here you want to you want to deal with and understand. But um, every every company, every employee situation, it might be a little bit different. So you want to understand, you know, what industry are you in? How common is the usage? Does it really, are you really at risk from uh, injury, injuring others? If you allow uh, employees to have, to use the marijuana, uh, maybe not so much. Are you at a competitive disadvantage if you don't allow it? Um, you know, You know, there's a bunch of issues that you should probably think through with an attorney um and just to make sure how do you want to do it for your workplace as a company don't just take a one-size-fits-all approach if you want to go with the i'm just not allowing it in the workplace that's fine too but let's make the assessment and there can be situations that pop up even in the just say no i'm not going to allow it that you might need to work through and understand it's not just that an employer can say no it's a it's a federal crime so you're not allowed to use it there might be other laws that pop up, and they should evaluate the right. situation. May need to evolve from that position. Yeah. What we didn't talk about um, the effect on different states. So if you're a an employer that has uh, employees in different states, or they cross state lines, uh, right? What what happens in in those situations? Is that do you see that as it going to be an issue? For yeah, for some of my clients, it, it is uh, because I represent clients that they might have home base here in Tallahassee or Florida, uh, corporate headquarters in Florida. But let's just say maybe they've got some employees out in Denver, or um, maybe they have somebody in Alabama. Or, you know, you have to or in the Northeast or New York, or you you know they work from home or something. You know, those are issues where you start to get into, 
you have to understand the other state laws to know, does the state regulate it where the employee is working? Um, you need to understand, well, okay, if so, and there's maybe tighter restrictions on what, an, let's say, an employer cannot fire an employee in one of these states. Well, does your handbook now conflict with that state law? So you have to make an assessment first about what states you're operating in, and then you need to make sure your policies are consistent, and maybe your policies can't address every situation. So then you have to keep your policies broad enough to make sure you can uh, apply the policies for one state and then for one employee in one state and then for another employee in a different state. Right. So it's like with employment law, you're going to have the state has an impact on what that uh, it does, what your employee manual should have and how you should treat your employees. So absolutely, to a large extent, you're going to have to be flexible of that and adjust that based on the now the medical marijuana e- right. laws in each state. Yeah, you can either be flexible and broad, or you might have to be very state-specific. Uh, it's like one of those credit applications where it says, applying for credit in New Hampshire, don't give us this information. In New York, don't give us this information. In Kansas, we can't do this. You know, that they have all those footnotes at the bottom. You might, you know, either address it from a state by state or keep it broad enough so you can be malleable and flexible to the situation. Right, Scott, tell us if, um, you know, you always want to get to, and what we do in our business, we want to, we want to inform business owners about best practices. So, right, what's have you have we gotten to the point where we we know and we we're advising people on what the best practices are regarding medical marijuana in the workplace. I would say, yeah, I, I would say I I have a general framework for best practices. Again, um, I think one of the best practices is, is right here at this show. And that is, that's why this show is fantastic. You Thank first, you, Scott. Great plug. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the point is you first have to understand there are uh, a plethora of different issues that may come into it other than you just reading something in the newspaper saying uh, medical marijuana is allowed. But you might not know that employers can stop medical marijuana usage uh, or at least terminate somebody. And then likewise, you might know as an employer, I can say no, but you may not understand all the other uh, employment ramifications. So my point about it is it's it's an evolving area. Stay uh, up to speed. Uh, understand uh, being, being able to identify the issues is is a best practice in and of itself. Knowledge is your friend. Right. So that's why I think this is a really important topic for your audience. Uh, and so, you know, that's a, basically what I tell people is know where the legal cops are on the legal highway. Nothing against I'm very supportive of law enforcement. But my point about it is you have to know there are landmines and pitfalls that are out there and you don't want to violate and, and go over the speeding limit. And so you got to know where they are. So that's, that's first and foremost. So, so not knowing is not an excuse that, that you don't get a get out of jail card free for not knowing. Correct. And you may say the wrong thing. You may go to an employee and say, Hey, look, we're firing you for uh, marijuana usage but you might have a supervisor that says, ah, I don't think the company really cares about marijuana. I think they're really firing you because you have post-traumatic stress. All right, Scott, let me throw this in at you. So we've talked about the medical marijuana. So I know that you read in the paper, I read in the paper here on podcasts. Other states have gone to recreational marijuana. Correct. So that yeah. that has got to just 
complicate that issue by 10 at least or 100. So now you've got now not you, just a right. not just a prescription drug in the state of Florida, but it's recreational. So yep. if you make the leap that that may happen one day. Correct. Am I over-exaggerating the no. complexities in the workplace? No, not, a, not in the least bit. Um, uh, in Florida, to my knowledge, it hasn't been approved for recreational usage no. yet. So – uh, it's not here yet. There is discussion, I think, that it's going to go on the ballot. There's also newspaper articles I read about whether you're going to have uh, state attorneys enforcing these laws because the federal law is, it says you can't use it, but we got laws that says you can, and then you got trace amounts of this and that. Anyhow, long story short, you almost default into recreational use if you don't enforce the laws, right? right? So here's here's the global answer. There's already states, like as you alluded to, there's already states that allow for it. In those and recreational use, in those states, uh, they've had to come up with: Are we going to say the federal law still controls, and so therefore employers, even though it's recreationally allowed, employers can still say it's illegal under federal law? I've seen a lot of opinions that say basically, if it's still prohibited under uh, federal law, then you can't force an employer to violate federal law. So you've got that. But then you've got other states that say can't fire an employee uh, for the usage. Um, You've got some states that say you can't fire an employee for off-duty conduct that is lawful. So you can't. In some states, you couldn't fire an employee for smoking if it's lawful. So yeah, there's a there's just a host of issues. It goes on and on and on. Man, there's <clears throat> there's a lot more coming with cannabis. So uh, Scott, I feel like we had a, a good discussion today on the topic. There's more there to discuss. You've been listening to Business Matters on Real Talk 93.3. I'm Charles Musgrove with the Beam Team. Have a great day. Have a blessed week. Come back and listen to us next Sunday, 11:30 a.m. on Real Talk 93.3. Peace. Money, 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 money.